At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, here we go again. 11 p.m. and the battle begins. He kicks off the extra comforter. She grumbles and pulls it back up. They toss and turn. Covers go up. Covers go down. It's the same every night. One is too hot. One is too cold. No one is happy. No one is getting optimal sleep. There will be no spooning tonight. But there's an answer for relationships that run hot and cold. The Pod by Eat Sleep. The Pod is the first bed to combine dynamic temperature regulation with sleep tracking to ensure you both get a good night's sleep. That means you both can have it your own way. That's right. Each side of the bed is programmable and will respond in real time to keep your body at the optimal temperature for deep and restful sleep. Customers who sleep on the Pod fall asleep faster. Toss and turn, 25% less. Have a 17% increase in periods of deep sleep. Right now, get $150 off your pod and free shipping when you go to 8sleep.com slash vsin. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash vsin. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hope everyone had a fantastic holiday. Uh, I haven't seen you guys in a few days here, so glad to be back on the horse. I missed all y'all, but let's get after it. We have so much to talk about today, guys. 
Um, I want to do a little recap of some bowl games. Just kind of uh, update everyone on how dogs have been doing. It's been a great start for dogs. 8-5 ATS so far, 61.5% against the spread. We've highlighted why uh, betting on dogs is just a, it's a great time of year to back dogs because um, you know usually these dogs are really just going to be dismissed by the public. The public, as we've talked about throughout the podcast, and I wrote an article in Point Street Weekly, you know, this time of year is when you have that influx of public bettors, and they may not have bet, you know, college football all season long, but they're going to bet on these games because they have some time off from work. You know, they're hanging around the uh, the family. You're going to bet on these games just to kind of embrace the times and join in on the fun. And who are these public bettors going to bet? They don't know about analytics. They don't know about contrarian, sharp action. They're just going to bet favorites. They're going to bet big name teams. They're going to bet uh, higher ranked teams. And as a result, you know, odds makers know this. They'll shade the lines further to the popular sides. And that gives us great value to go the other way. So, uh, great start uh, to the bowl season. 2-0 yesterday with Bulldogs as uh, La Tech beat Miami, Florida. 14-0 uh, straight ups, plus 6.5 dog. And Eastern Michigan, that one was surprising. You had a crazy line move there. Uh, it really jumped up to Pittsburgh, but it didn't matter. Eastern Michigan, Emu, uh, one last Emu cover on the year, plus 12.5. Uh, they lost, but they covered 34-30 to against Pitt. Uh, I do want to... Uh, before we get to it, we do have uh, five bowl games today because we got a huge day here, guys. We got five bowl games we'll talk about. We have 11 NHL games. If you uh, any of my hockey betters out there who've been thirsty for hockey, uh, we got a lot of games that, that match tonight. So we'll be talking about some hockey. Uh, we have two college basketball games. Didn't see much in college hoops. Might bypass that, but did see six college uh, six NBA games. I saw a lot of sharp action on a couple games in particular, Indiana and Charlotte. So we'll hit on that. Also uh, a couple totals. Um, but I also want to give a shout out to the VEASAN team. Uh, it's awesome to see so far our best bets in the college uh, bowl guide have gone 15 and 5. So shout out to all of our experts. It's been a great start here. Um, you know, college, you know, the bowl game season, it, there's still a lot of games left, guys. We have uh, the national semifinals. We have a bunch of games, uh, New Year's Day coming up. So it's not too late to purchase that bowl guide. Uh, hope you hope it can help you win some bets here. But if you go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe, that's where you'll get access to the bowl guide. And again, best bets, 15 and 5 so far. So great start by our experts. I also want to welcome everyone in. Um, as always, thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune into the pod. I also want to invite you this weekend, if you're not busy, uh, you know Lombardi Line. That's where you can find myself, Patrick Maher, Michael Lombardi, every Saturday, Sunday throughout the football season. we got a huge show tomorrow. We're going to talk about um, all the national semifinal games. You have a ton of games to hit on there. Uh, four huge games tomorrow, Oklahoma, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State. also have Memphis and Penn State and Iowa State and Notre Dame. So I hope you can join us tomorrow morning. Uh, it's been crazy because I'm, uh, I'm on San Diego. I have five more days left in San Diego. And I tell you what, guys, U.S. coasters are, uh, are very, very spoiled because um, even though it's been raining the last few days, it's, uh, it's just a beautiful spot. We've been uh, hanging out in um, La Mesa. I went to Mission Beach. Hung around there. We went to uh, La Jolla, which is just beautiful. Uh, we also went to uh, Coronado. Walked around Coronado, just amazing. Hiked Cowles Mountain. So I'm having the I'm having a great time. Um, and uh, I, I do not miss the snow and uh, the 20 degrees back in Boston. But we will be going back, flying back New Year's Eve. I'll be back to regular schedule. And um, again, I'm sorry I couldn't do the podcast for you guys the last couple days, but uh, I really want to embrace the time I'm here with. My girlfriend's family, it's my first time, we FaceTime them a ton, but really my first time hanging out with them, and I'm, I'm really loving it and really enjoying it, so uh, my apologies for not having a pod last couple days, but uh, hope uh, hope you were able to, to take that time too, 
to uh, cash some bets, uh, cash some tickets, and hang out with the fam, and hope everyone had a fantastic holiday. Uh, but let's start off, guys. As always, remember, follow us on Twitter, at Live. Best time of year to follow us on Twitter because we have so many experts putting out those videos every single day with just nuggets and uh, sharp takes on all these bowl games. Uh, you can find me at Josh underscore insights. Uh, you can also email me Josh at VEASAN.com. I haven't checked as many of my emails and tweets uh, as I'm as I'm here in San Diego, but just know that I will get back to you. Uh, so just bear with me. Uh, trying trying to balance the holidays is uh, is is a little rough sometimes, but um, I will get back to everyone. So thank you for reaching out. Uh, let's start off with some bowl games, guys. We have uh, let's see, we got four games today. Uh, first one I want to hit on is Michigan State and Wake Forest. This one is interesting to me. Uh, just some background uh, for this game. Uh, this is the Pinstripe Bowl, so it's going to be at Yankee Stadium. Uh, Michigan State started the year four and one. They lost five straight. Uh, they bounced back and won their last two games just to qualify for a bowl game. But Michigan State, they were not three and nine ATS, just terrible to bet on. I know I bet on personally. I bet on them a lot this year. They were sharp in a ton of games, and just didn't come through. Uh, I think their head coach Mark D'Antonio, uh, he might get the boot here, but maybe that means his players know that and uh, give a great effort today. We'll see, but. Um, team averaged only 22 points a game on offense, only gave up 22 on D. Uh, really just right down the middle, just an even team here. Um, Wake Forest, they started 7-1. and one. They stumbled down the stretch. They went 1-3 and three in their last four games. They were 5-6-1 ATS. Pretty good offense. They're averaging about 33 points a game, but they're also giving up about 30 on D. So this is kind of a classic good defense Michigan State against a good offense uh, Wake Forest. You know, historically, you know, kind of the old adage is, uh, you know, defense wins championships. Um, but this one is interesting because this line opened at Michigan State, listed as a three and a half point favorite or a three point favorite, depending on the book. And you did see, uh, depending on you know the betting market here, you had uh, bets right down the middle, pretty much a little bit here Wake Forest, but not much, around fifty five percent ish. But that line did move toward Michigan State, so minus three and a half to minus four. Minus three to minus four. It's it's right at minus four at this, you know, painted across the board. Um, I do like how Wake Forest is a dog. I mean, dogs are eight and five ATS. We've talked about how dogs are a great time of year to bet dogs. Um, but the one thing that worries me is you have even betting, and yet the line moved a little bit to Michigan State. So I don't see a clear edge here. Um, if anything, i take a shot Wake getting the four. Um, but I do like the fact that Michigan State, you can buy low on a team that went three and nine ATS this year. So again, not a clear edge. Um, you know, the one benefit you would have to Wake Forest, which is something I like during bowl season, is if you look at Bulldogs in low total games. So when the total is 51 or less, uh, the dog is 101 and 83 ATS, 55% since 2005, and they're three and two this year. So if anything, I go Wake Forest at four or nothing. That's uh, I think you know Michigan State. The value of Michigan State was three and a half or three. Now it's up to four. I think if anything, at this point. Um, it's wake or nothing there. And again, bowl game season. I'm going. I'm gonna try to really go dogs or nothing uh, in these games. To me, that's that's really where the value is. Uh, next game on the board: uh, Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. This one's interesting to me as well because um, Oklahoma State eight and four. They're ranked 25th. Texas A&M is seven and five, and they're unranked. And yet Texas A&M is the unranked team, and yet they're the favorite. So this is the Academy Sports and Outdoors Bowl. Um, it's a Big 12 opponent against SEC Challenger. OK State lost to Oklahoma uh, 34-16 as a 14-point dog in their season finale. That snapped a four-game winning streak. Um, Cowboys were good to betters, though. They went 9-3 ATS this year, averaged 33 a game, gave up 27. Texas A&M, they were disappointing. Uh, gave that huge contract to Jimbo Fisher. 
um, and they ended the season on a two-game losing skid. Uh, they fell to Georgia 19-13, to even though they did cover as a 12-point dog in that one. And then they lost to LSU, got got crushed by LSU 50-7, to uh, didn't even come close to covering as a 17.5-point dog. Uh, Aggies were 7-5 ATS, averaged 30 a game on offense, gave up 22 on defense. Um, this game opened with Texas A&M listed as a 4- or 4.5-point favorite. And I think you actually have some sharp money here on Texas A&M. Now, I do like the fact that the dog, uh, you know, Oklahoma State getting points is a great time to bet dogs. But the public is on Oklahoma State, and this almost looks to me like a fade the trendy dog spot with Texas A&M. Again, they open at, um, you know, depending on the book, they open at around uh, four, four and a half. I mean, I'm actually looking at some books that open closer to five, five and a half. I'll tell you one thing. One thing that annoys me about these bowl games is that these openers can be totally across the board different openers. So it makes it harder. you got to dig in deeper and really research uh, where these lines opened at. But at one point, this line did get up to Texas A&M minus six and a half, even minus seven. And it does look like late action, uh, now that I look at it deeper, is coming down on uh, on Oklahoma State. So I think this was Texas A&M early, but again, game day, that's when the, the biggest action comes in. Looks like over the last, well, this morning, about three or four hours, uh, wow, Oklahoma State fell from five and a half down to four and a half. So scratch that. I think Oklahoma State, uh, I think that fade the trendy dog value on Texas A&M may be gone at this point. Oklahoma State, it is a public play. You know, we're getting close to about 60% of bets on OK State. But this late movement is going toward OK State. This is a bowl game dog. I tell you what, I'm leaning more toward Oklahoma State in this one the more I look at it. Some books are down to four. So that's interesting to me. Um, does look like a bit of an overplay, too. Open at 53 and a half. It's up to 55. So we've seen some sharp action come in on that over. On that over. Um, and yeah, it does look like Oklahoma State got hit at plus five, which caused some big steam across the market. Um, actually, just recently here. So uh, yeah, more I dig into it. OK State getting the points. Hopefully you jumped on it earlier when it was closer to you know five and a half, five, six. But it looks like you can still shop for the best line and get a five. It would be a bulldog, even though they're a little public on OK State. USC and Iowa. I was actually uh, going to go to this game because I'm in San Diego, but uh, we couldn't make it work with um, a lot of family stuff going on here. But um, there was actually a shot I was going to go, so uh, it is what it is. But uh, I've driven by Qualcomm Stadium. I tell you what, I uh, I hang out with all Chargers fans around here, and they're all bitter. They're all pissed that they left, and I don't blame them. Uh, it was funny because on Saturday um, I had everyone rooting for the Patriots. Um, I had a room full of San Diego people, and uh, I had my Brady jersey on, and I'm like, the oh, that's the New England kid, and uh, it was hilarious. I had everyone everyone going nuts for the Pats. Uh, but uh, USC Iowa, this is the Holiday Bowl. It's at Qualcomm Stadium. It's now referred to as SDCC Stadium, home of the former home of the Chargers. Um, two ranked teams. So USC is eight and four, ranked twenty second. Iowa's nine and three, ranked sixteen. Um, it's a eight o'clock game, so it's going to be really, really heavily bet. Uh, USC hails from the Pac-12. They had uh, you know finished the season strong. They won their last three games, including a 52-35 uh, win over UCLA, easily covered as a thirteen half point favorite. Um, Trojans were seven to five ATS, good offense, uh, average about thirty four points a game. They got a really good receiver too. Um, allowed uh, twenty seven points a game on defense. Iowa they uh, finished third in the Big Ten West. They won their last three games. They beat Nebraska 27-24. Didn't cover the minus four in that one in their finale. Hawkeyes went 5-7 and seven ATS. Um, they've averaged 23 points a game on offense. Only gave up 13 on D. So this is kind of a classic, classic, good offense. USC against a good defense, Iowa. 
Um, this line opened with Iowa listed as a short one and a half point favorite. And really all liability here has been on Iowa. Um, the line, again, open one and a half. It's a bit of a pros and Joes play on Iowa. USC would definitely have value as a dog. But open at minus one and a half Iowa. It got up to minus two, minus two and a half. You had a little bit of buyback to drop it down to one and a half. But it's kind of a sharp line freeze here. Um, the one uh, one benefit here, if you look at uh, two ranked teams going head to head, which would benefit USC, is two rank two ranked teams head to head in a bowl game. The dog is sixty nine and fifty seven ATS, fifty five percent. So again, that would be a little bit edge to USC here. Um, so it's interesting depending on the number. You know, I think if if you could get USC, you know, two and a half, that was really your your value play. You know, Iowa minus one and a half, that becomes more of a, a, val, a value play to Iowa here. But again, the classic offense versus defense battle. Um, the weather's nice here. It's in the 50s. It's about six miles an hour of wind. And you actually did see a little bit of sharp action to the over. Even though Iowa's only giving up 13 a game, total rose from 51 and a half up to 53. Uh, so that was interesting. Um, but again, I think uh, Iowa, to me, all liabilities Iowa. If you see this line... Uh, and the good thing here is, you know, this game is at eight o'clock and, you know, as of now, um, you're kind of right on that one and a half. And I think the next move is meaningful. If you see that fall to one, then boom, that's USC money coming in. If you see that start to rise late, I'm seeing some books actually back going up, going back up to two. Um, I think it's an Iowa spot, but I lean Iowa on that one, even though USC is that dog, uh, just following line movement, open to close and every move in between. It seems like it's all Iowa, um, sharp action in that one. Uh, last game of the night, Washington State and Air Force, uh, the Cheez-It Bowl. So you have to stay up late, 10-15, uh, have a couple adult beverages, get a couple boxes of Cheez-Its, and, uh, and get after it hard. So this is at Chase Field, home of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Washington State, they've had an up-and-down year. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the year this uh, this season is when uh, Mike Leach, Washington State, they blew that lead to, I think it was UCLA, they had a massive lead, and he called them, all his players fat, lazy, and uh, I think Leach is actually one of my favorite college coaches. The guy's a maniac. He's got some great quotes. He's on Twitter, too. Uh, but they started 3-0. and Then they went 1-5. and Had a real tough stretch in the middle. Then they kind of salvaged a season 2-1 and late to uh, get a bowl game here. But they only went 4-8 and ATS. But they score a ton. The Air Raid, you know, 39 points a game. Gave up about 31 points a game. Air Force was 7-5 and ATS. They won 7 straight to end the year. They averaged 34 a game. Gave up only 19 so kind of just on the surface, you know, Air Force is ten and two, Washington State is six and six. Um, you know, usually in these uh, bowl game spots, that's a clear public spot toward uh, that higher ranked team. So Air Force getting sixty-two percent of bets, uh, around you know almost two thirds of bets here. But this is actually a really good spot to take Washington State. This is your most if you're a contrarian better like me, you can't wait to stay up late and sweat Washington State here. Because this is your 10-15 game. It's going to be your most heavily bet game of the night. USC-Iowa, you know, that's an 8 o'clock game. But in um, a night where there's not a lot of games, I think this probably will outpace it. But two-thirds of bets on Air Force. Heavy, heavy, heavy betting Air Force. This is your most uh, you know, your most lopsided game of, of the night. Washington State, again, only getting a third of bets in a primetime game. And it's pretty much a sharp line freeze. Open Air Force, a really, really short uh, two-and-a-half point favorite. And it stayed at two and a half. Anytime it got up to three, Sharps hit Washington State plus three. So really, sharp line freeze, heavy betting Air Force. You're a contrarian spot with Washington State. You can also buy low on a six and six team against a ten and two team. You know, all public betters and their mothers will be on uh, 
will be on Air Force here. So this is also a good spot where uh, betting a dog against a team who missed the bowl game last year. It's 1-0 this year. You know, you can't take anything from a 1-0 sample. But since 2005, it's 75-53 and 53 ATS, 59%. It's almost 60% dog versus a team that missed the bowl game last year. So that's uh, value to Washington State. So think of all the games Washington State, to me, uh, is kind of your clearest, sharp, contrarian spot. Uh, and then I think, as always, you got to make sure you follow late movement with these bowl games to see where that sharp action is coming down. But I also remember, you know, again, this is the best time of year to go contrarian. This is the best time of year to sweat dogs. So if you're on the fence, um, if you're on the fence, you should lay off the game. I think that's, you know, in any sport, any time of year, uh, if you don't have a clear edge, you should lay off. But uh, that being said, you're dying to bet these games. I would lean toward dogs in all of these. I'll slip it over to NHL because we actually have a lot of NHL tonight, guys. I want to hit on a few games. We haven't talked hockey in a while, but I'm seeing a ton of sharp action and a bunch of games that fit our model, our rest versus tired, and our goals for goals against. Uh, so let's uh, let's hit on a few of them. Eleven games today. Uh, CBJ against Washington. We got um, Columbus against the Caps. This is a good pros Joe's sharp spot to Washington. And remember, I always preface hockey by saying there really aren't any Joes, um, you know, or Pierre's, square Pierre's. I don't know if anyone's heard that term, but that's a throwback uh, to all my French-Canadian hockey guys. But not many square Pierre's betting hockey. This is mostly uh, mostly wise guys in Canada or diehards who know what they're doing. Hockey's not sexy, so it's really only for your diehards here. But uh, sharp spot to Washington. They open around minus 200. They're up to around minus 210, 215. I think that line's going to get even higher. But Columbus, they're minus eight goals for goals against. They're six, six, and five on the road. Caps have just been great this year, plus 26. Um, uh, goals for goals against, they're 10, three, and four at home. You also have a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, sharp moves, sharp signals on Washington. And um, Washington's also off a loss. My Bruins beat uh, the Caps, and my dad texted me, and um, I'm away from my family for the first time in 32 years. Uh, I'm a 32-year-old. I usually do every holiday with the fam, and um, me and my dad will sweat the Bruins and uh, watch the Patriots together. But he texted me and said, uh, best game of the year when the Bees uh, beat the Caps. And uh, it was an ugly, ugly bout between uh, you know a lot of fights and everything. And um, Caps are coming off that loss. So I think you have a motivational spot there to bounce back. Uh, but yeah, I think Washington. Remember, bet to risk, not bet to win. Sweat, uh, laying a minus 200. Hopefully you win half a unit in that one. Uh, Toronto. New Jersey Devils. This one's interesting because you did have a little sharp action on Jersey. Um, Toronto opened minus 195. They're down around minus 175. However, I think it's kind of a sharp spot to still back Toronto here. I never like going against sharp action, but got a really good system here on Toronto. Uh, Toronto's plus 11 goals for goals against. They've played well lately. Um, start off the year not very good. They fired Babcock, but 10 and 10 on the road, nothing great. But New Jersey's minus 37 goals for goals against. They're 5 8 and 5 at home. And what I like about Toronto is it matches our well-rested road favorite system. So this well-rested road favorite system, it's ten, it's uh, 20 and 11 this year, 65%. It's right on its historical average, 64%. Uh, Toronto's also a road favorite. Road favorites are 56 and 40 this year, 58%. It's a road conference non-division uh, road favorite spot as well. So even though line movement fell a little bit toward Jersey, I think you can actually get a better number here, and I wouldn't be surprised if that line goes back up. Uh, so Toronto laying around minus 175, bet to risk, not bet to win. Uh, Carolina in uh, NYR, the Rangers. Sharp spot here to bet Carolina. Similar sort of thing where line did fall a little bit to that home dog. 
Carolina opened minus 180, got down to minus 150, starting to see it go back up. But same sort of thing with Toronto. You know, Carolina's plus 22. Goals for goals against. Rangers are minus 4. Carolina is 12-7-2 on the road. Rangers are 9-8-2 at home. But this would also match Carolina with that well-rested road favorite system. 20-11 this year, 65%. So laying around a minus 150 with Carolina. Uh, St. Louis and Winnipeg. Sharp spot here to bet St. Louis. They went from around minus 110 to minus 130. So really sharp line move towards St. Louis. And I think you can buy low on St. Louis because um, they're plus 19 goals for goals against. They've been great on the road, 12-4-3. Winnipeg, not terrible, plus 6, 10-8-2 at home. But again, to me, that line move um, is pretty clear indicative of Sharps laying that number with the Blues. And uh, I think anytime you get a good team like the Blues with some sharp action, laying a you know really short number favorite, you know, minus 130, minus 125, to me that's pretty good value. Uh, Minnesota-Colorado, sharp move to Colorado. Um, big discrepancy here. Minnesota minus eight goals for goals against have been bad on the road. Eight, 13 and two, uh, Colorado's plus 13, uh, or sorry, plus 31. One of the best goals for goals against Colorado quietly having a great year here. Uh, and they had some guys hurt and still hasn't mattered, but Colorado 10, five and two at home, big line move to Colorado minus 170 up to almost minus 200. Again, bet to rest, not bet to win laying it with Colorado, uh, up in the, up in the Rocky mountains. Uh, Calgary and Edmonton, uh, saw a bunch of, bunch of sharp action on Calgary here. They're on the road, open around minus 110, up to around minus 115. It's a well-rested road favorite match, uh, which we, uh, again, ha- had those same, so those same matches on Carolina and Toronto, well-rested road team, uh, and kind of the fact that, um, kind of an under-the-radar low, low-bet game, but yet line move and, and all these sharp signals on Calgary, Looks like Calgary's getting some smart money tonight. Um, keep an eye on the Islanders. Islanders are another sharp spot. The Isles, uh, another well-rested road team match. Um, and uh, Calgary is, yeah, so all your well, let me make it easy for you. All your uh, well-rested road favorite matches tonight, I think we have, we have like five or six of them because the Knights match as well. But all your matches tonight, again, this system, 64% historically, 65% this year. You have one, two, three, four, five, six matches. So the Islanders, the Hurricanes, um, the Bruins actually match. Um, even though I didn't like that line move to Buffalo. And Calgary Flames, uh, Maple Leafs, and the Golden Knights. So if you like the Golden Knights, they also match. But yeah, the Islanders, road favorite, minus 130 up to around minus 138. The Isles, plus 14, 10 5 and 1 on the road. Chicago minus 20, 8, 9, and 3 at home. Uh, and then again, last one I just mentioned, the Knights. They went, uh, again, weird line move here. Fell toward Anaheim. Knights went from minus 190 down to minus 175. But that would match there on uh, the Knights with the well-rested road favorite system. Let's flip it over to a little NBA. Don't have a ton of NBA tonight, but just a few games I wanted to hit on. Uh, first one was the 76ers and the Magic. The under in this one, open at 210. Got down to 209, 208 and a half. So looks like some sharp action there on the under. I um, also want to mention, guys, hope everyone has been reading the newsletter. Buried the lead a little bit on this one, but I was proud of um, great edge we identified on Christmas Day. I don't know if anyone was able to bet that. I did get a great email from someone who uh, I think had just signed up for the newsletter and uh, bet a bunch of NBA and had a good day because of the, the edge that we identified. But um, Christmas Day dogs went 4-1. and one. Talked about how betting um, NBA Christmas Day is a great spot to go contrarian. 
especially unpopular teams. Similar sort of thing with bowl games, uh, just tons of public betting, and all the games are prime time, and uh, there's really no other sports to get down on, so public really has nowhere else to go. And as a result, you know, those inflated lines, uh, those shaded lines to the favorite give you a great number to go the other way. So uh, good day on Christmas Day with do- with dogs 4-1, and one, and also unders for 3-2. and two. Uh, So um, same sort of thing, public wants favorites and overs. As a result, dogs and unders, good value. So hopefully people had a good day betting NBA Christmas Day. Uh, really, really sharp play. Maybe your sharpest play of the day, believe it or not, the Charlotte Hornets. They're at home against the Thunder. This is a 7 o'clock game. It opened at Thunder minus 3, and it's all the way down to Thunder minus 1.5. So you have um, you know this big, big line move here towards Charlotte. Clear, sharp play. Uh, also, if you look at... Um, it matches one of my favorite systems. I've, I call it the severe home dog move system. If you look at since 2005, home dogs that get at least one and a half points of line movement in their favor. So the line moves at least one and a half points toward that home dog. 204 and 155 ATS, 57%. This year it's 11-5 and 169%. So I would match on Charlotte. And uh, don't be surprised if Charlotte you know, closes at a pick them or minus one um, or wins the game, wins the game straight up. I would not be surprised at all, but Charlotte, super, super sharp tonight. Also keep an eye on uh, the Indiana Pacers. They had some sharp action. You have heavy betting on Miami. Uh, Miami opened at minus 4.5, and and you have about 3 out of 4 bets on Miami, yet that line fell to 4. I'd kind of wait it out. I think you may be able to get 4.5 if you can't yet, but all your sharp signals were 4.5. So if you can get Pacers 4.5, some value there. Uh, I did see a big move. Toward Atlanta against the Bucks because Giannis is out this game. It went from Bucks minus eleven down to minus eight, eight and a half. Again, if you, I'm not a big fan of jumping on line moves based on injuries. Uh, it's a slippery slope in my opinion. And if you can get on it early and you jumped on Hawks plus eleven, then okay, just ride it out. I think they even might have reached eleven and a half at one point. Uh, but if you're late to the party, I, I wouldn't bet a, a bad number after it's moved. If anything. You're getting a better number on the Bucks now uh, at kind of a almost a contrarian buy low, go the other way. No Giannis, they must, you know, they, they, they can't possibly cover. But actually, to me, it's either, you know, Bucks at a, at a lower number or nothing here. But I'm not, I don't like touching those big line move games. Those, those worry me. I want a clear edge based on um, all the data that's available, you know, not just a, a move based on a, an injury. Um, I do want to talk about real quick before we depart. A little NFL prep, um, because on Sunday we have the Lombardi line. Uh, I'll be there with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi, and uh, I want to prep you guys a little bit to get ready for your handicapping, because there's something really interesting about Week 17 in the NFL. So I think what's really important is that when you are a data-driven better, you have a lot of philosophies that you know you keep with you. You take with you all year long. You know, uh, contrarian better. You know, to me that means nine times out of ten, I'm betting. I'm betting uh, dogs. I'm betting unders. Um, I'm betting a lot of unpopular teams. I'm looking at um, obviously always trying to beat the closing line, but looking at you know edges, divisional dogs. If you can layer on a spot where you have you know against the public with the sharps, uh, with the house beat the closing line, but also you have these little things like, you know, a divisional dog or a dog with a low total, um, buy low in an unpopular spot off a loss, that kind of thing. That's that's what sustains you across all sports all season long. But you can't be stubborn and ignore 
some weird situations and you want to be aware of them. So week 17 is one of them. Make sure you guys join the Lombardi line on Sunday, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern to 12, uh, 12 noon. And by the way, it's uh, this will be my second Lombardi line on the West Coast. And I tell you what, it's, uh, it's a little rough waking up at 4 a.m. getting ready for Lombardi line. I mean, man, uh, you West Coasters, Patrick Maher, I don't know how you do it. I gotta gotta get to bed early. Um, I guess that's that's what I learned. Um, but unique situation here, week seventeen. Okay, we love dogs all season long. Dogs have been great. You know, they actually got up to around sixty percent ATS this year. They're on 54 percent. So they've come back down to earth. We knew that would happen. But week seventeen, if you like favorites, favorites are where it's at. Week seventeen, they are one sixteen and one hundred three, fifty three percent. Nothing crazy. But compare it to weeks 1 through 16. Weeks 1 through 16, favorites are 1,719 and 1,774 ATS. That's 49.2%. So your cover rate for favorites jumps from 49.2% to 53%. Remember, week 17, you go from 49.2 to 53. So favorites are covering at a 4%, nearly a 4% higher rate in week 17 than they are any other week of the season. So unique situation, unlike all their weeks, you have starters resting, you have conflicting motivations. Some teams are locked up a playoff spot, resting their starters. You saw a big line move to excuse me, the Chicago Bears with uh, Cousins out. Bears went from, I think like, let me check it out. I think they're plus one down to, or now to minus three. Looks like they might even go to minus three and a half there. You've seen some huge moves across the board. Same thing with uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Baltimore, um, is resting Lamar Jackson, a bunch of other starters. Uh, RG three coming back out of the closet, coming back out of uh, out of the out of the woodshed, out of nowhere. Um, but RG three, uh, Baltimore went from I think they were minus two and a half to now Pittsburgh is minus two and a half. So big, big uh, flop, you know, big you know move there toward Pittsburgh. But basically, what I'm getting at is all these weird things on week 17. It benefits the team that is expected to win. Uh, if you also look at public favorites that are getting two-thirds of tickets or more, they're 47 and 31 ATS, 60% since 03. Public home favorites getting two-thirds of bets or more are 24 and 11 ATS, almost 70%. So your matches would be, um, again, public favorites. Uh, Chiefs minus nine against the um, Chiefs minus nine against the Chargers. Saints minus 13 against the Panthers. Bills minus one and a half against the Jets. Browns minus 2.5 against Bengals, Colts minus 4 against Jags, and the 49ers minus 3.5 against the Seahawks. The other one you want to keep an eye out for this weekend, Divisional Unders. December Divisional Unders. So Divisional Unders, great all year long, built-in familiarity, benefits the defense, leads to these tighter, lower-scoring games. But Week 17, or sorry, December Divisional Unders, they're 15-8, and 8, 65% this year, they're 57% since 2003, and all 16 games on Sunday match. Every game this this Sunday is a divisional game. So keep an eye out for divisional unders. Most all of them have fallen, which is a great sign to the under. Not great if you missed that good number. But if you see any that rise, that's a little worrisome. But if you see any stay the same or fall in divisional under, maybe got some wind, great spot to sweat unders this week. And also um, divisional favorites. This is another weird one, but we love divisional dogs all season long. Again, built-in familiarity, levels of playing field, benefits the dog, getting points. Uh, divisional favorites weeks 1 to 16 are 48.5%. In week 17, they go up to 54%. So just keep in mind, make sure you tune into the Lombardi line. We'll get in real, real in-depth into all these. But week 17 is a weird, weird week where 
favorites do well. Uh, public favorites do well. Divisional unders do well. And sharp um, or basically public divisional favorites do well. So it's kind of a bizarro week where, um, you know, again, a lot of stuff we talk about is it's the exact opposite week 17. But I think with sports betting, you don't just want to stubbornly stick to something, you know, if you're, if you're going right into a buzzsaw. You know, you always want to be smart. You want to move with the market. You want to and ideally anticipate the market, beat the market. But um, I think it's important to uh, be aware of these trends toward favorites, toward public sides, um, going into uh, going into a, a, a week where really this is your, your best week of the year to kind of be a public better. So we get a chance to be an average Joe this weekend, and hopefully, hopefully we cash. Uh, but that's about it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you for bearing with me while I'm on the West Coast. I know I haven't been as present as I want to be, um, but I'm also uh, trying to bond with the GF's family, and uh, it's going really well, so uh, I'm happy about it. Um, but I will answer all your emails, all your all your tweets. Um, I'll be back at it. I'm actually flying back, like I said, on New Year's Eve uh, back into Boston, and once we get back into the old swing of things, um, I'll just be uh, deep into the game like I always am, but... Um, I want to thank everyone for taking the time out of your day to tune in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a VEASAN member. Remember, we have great promos going on right now. We have a seven-day trial. We have that year-round. We have our uh, yearly membership for 240 bucks, only about $0.65 cents a day. covers you with everything we offer, plus that free hat, free shirt, VEASAN bookmaker, Blonde Ale. Um, but hope you have a great uh, holiday season here, getting ready for New Year's. we got bowl games. It's a great time of year to bet on sports. And uh, once the new year comes around, get ready for a, a big uh, big playoff push in the NFL. Still got the national championship game coming up. And then before you know it, we got March Madness. Uh, and hopefully uh, hopefully this winter doesn't drag on too long because um, it's nice being in San Diego. I tell you what, getting out of the cold Boston area. But thanks again, guys. Hope you're having a great, great holiday. If you need anything, you can always find me at Josh underscore insights on Twitter. And you can always find me via email, josh at vison.com. You know the drill. You know what I'm going to tell you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, fade the public. Stay with the Sharps as always. Place yourself on the side of the books. And uh, manage your bankroll. And avoid parlays. I'll see you at the window, guys. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.